Hello, and welcome to Combos for a Bubbly Life, a place where we talk about ways for you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Oh, hey, friend. Welcome to Convos for a Bubbly Life. I'm your host, Tiara, aka T, and I love to live a life that is bubbly. We are exploring the journey of creating your version of a bubbly life, an extraordinary life designed by you. So let's do it. <laughs> so today, we kind of want to start with the dating chronicles, honey. Lord have mercy. Um, This is probably going to end up being a series of exploration of Tierra Dation. (laughs) Tierra dating. I don't know. I was trying to make a word out of it. It did not work out. It's fine. Um, But sharing my journey and quest for love. Ooh, I like it. The quest for love. Uh, I've mentioned and talked about, you know, love as I'm going through um, my experience in the moment, but I haven't really like focused in on like kind of creating a series of this conversation. And as I've worked with the the entity that is joy, bringing joy as the source of the creation of my dating experience. So I really want to share and embark the knowledge as we go and experience this together. So dating friends uh (laughs) have you ever dated what's it been like for you let me know um my dating experience I feel like it's like zero uh but I want to talk about kind of first off when it comes to dating I will say like looking throughout like looking over the course of my life there has been this kind of like unspoken understanding within myself that I'm like only allowed certain experiences or certain people or certain whatever because of like the way I look like I really I really created a story for myself that said that I'm only allowed to you know like If I feel like I'm like marginally or average, maybe above average looking uh, by society's standards, then I can only be with someone that is average, uh, slightly above average by like I can't go like, you know, that like. I guess there's, there's like that scale, right? Like, I, I don't know. They talk about it in movies where it's like, oh, she's a seven and he's a 10 or whatever. And like, you know, there's like there's like a, a rule about like how how crazy you can be based off of like how pretty you are. There's a rule about how whatever. And then I'm like, well, I'm hella crazy. So like, uh, whatever. And so I cre- I like internalized all of that to create this story that says that I can only have like a fr- like a fraction of what it is that I desire and I think that's bullshit it's a hundred percent fucking bullshit we can have we can be we can do we can have anything and everything we really set our mind and focus and energy towards and believe that we can have and do and I believe that we can have and do anything and everything that we desire point blank but we have to do the work in the believability area one (laughs) and uh and two we just gotta like you know put a little energy towards it So, um, in this experience, I'm really, I'm really working to let that go and like realize and be aware of the moments. Um, when I think about like, if I'm like, let's say I'm scrolling through, through an app, 
apps, y'all. Y'all, honey, the the apps. What what cesspool hellhole designer made these things? <laughs> and that, but you know, like we have so many many beliefs around the apps that maybe if I shifted my thought about them, maybe my my experience would be different. There's that too. Um, so there's a conversation to be had in 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 that regard. But um, so far, my experience with apps have been like eh, anticlimactic. I would say. Um, at least and a little bit like seriously y'all um at most <laughs> uh with that you know i noted i i it's an invitation and an opportunity to notice sometimes when i'm scrolling and i see like someone i'm like oh hot damn yes and then they're and like i read their bio and they have like they're they're exuding this intellect about themselves and i'm like oh wow that's like this is like you know that they look like a 10 they got brain cells like (laughs) this sounds amazing and I'm and then I'm like well why would they want to be with me then if they've got all of this shit going for themselves and when I notice a moment like that when I notice and have awareness of like I literally just like just like self-deprecated did said some bullshit that in reflection of myself that takes away the love of myself that takes away like you know the creation the space like hey the universe is like hey let me hand you this guy on a silver platter and I say to myself oh well you know he's too whatever to like want me well you know then he can be to whoever to want me like that's that's <laughs> that is what it is like I'm putting that energy out there <clears throat> but when I notice it, that's like, it's, it's really becoming evident that these are, it's like the self-talk that's so ingrained into my system that I didn't even, like, I, like, didn't really even realize how much I did it until I, like, made sure I was aware that I was doing it and made an effort to be like, Tara, fuck that shit. Like, let's cut that out. That's not something we co-create with anymore. That's like, you know, these these rules and these standards are in, of, of beauty and <clears throat> tomfoolery. <laughs> it's not something that that we have to have to work with. Right. We don't have to create these rules. And I'm really encouraging you to look at look at yourself like when it comes to and maybe you're already in your like the relationship of your dreams and more power to you, honey. Yes. Celebrating you. Um, but also that I feel called to say, like some people have this thing where like, if I have the relationship of my dreams, I can't have the job of my dreams. If I have the job of my dreams, I can't have the relationship of my dreams. If I have the job and the relationship of my dreams, I can't have the home life of my dreams. Like there's like, there's like, we have to sacrifice something in order to have, the epitome of something else and that's also bullshit so if you are in the relationship that you desire know that you can have the other things that you desire as well you you didn't like exhaust all of your energy in creating one experience for yourself you can create all the experiences honey and so <clears throat> all of that to say that we can create the love life that we desire and I am on this journey of creating the love life that I desire. Like, I am such a huge romantic. It, I'm like, Disney, y'all. <laughs> y'all did something. Um, all of the movies. Um, you know, even like a little little Jane Austen. You know, like, I'm all about, like, all of the things. 
<laughs> all of the movies, all of, like even BL and Yaoi and all of that sometimes like hits a little heart, like a little space in my heart. Um, <clears throat> and I love it. While I don't like, I'm like, I'm like, now I have to talk about this part, right? So, um, you know how like there's like the archetypes when it comes to like a romance novel and, and like dating and all of that. Like we have the, um, there's like, oh, this one's like the nerd and this is like the jock. This is like the goth kid. This is like the prep kid and this is like whatever. And so like, you know, it goes back to the rules of like, well, like the goth can't be with the prep. And like, I'm like thinking about like the breakfast club, if you've ever seen the breakfast club, because, you know, there's like Molly Ringwald, who is like, you know, the, the preppy rich girl. And then, you know, she ends up with, um, oh, my God, why well, can't my brain function? Like I can see him. Bender? Is that? No. Anyways, <laughs> the the like degenerate kind of like kid, right? <laughs> right? Like that's like, you know, what they do. And they like really amplify all of the different, the archetypes of people in, in that movie. But they also, in them being in that detention room together, stuck together, they really like explore that while they have different desires in, in life and like different things, like they, everyone has problems, they all, and they could resonate and reflect on the fact that like, yeah, they all go through some like bullshit. They all, um, have ups and downs and, and feeling pressure and all of this kind of stuff. And so really is, it's just a mask. Like these, these like, groups and archetypes are just a mask of of like what's truly inside that we're like putting out into the world and so <laughs> all that to say like went on down a whole little road there um I've been reading a lot of if you don't already know uh I read a lot of like BL manga which is like considered boys love uh or translates to boys love and um I, I noticed the same thing. Like it's a very, it's, <laughs> there's like, it's a very formulaic kind of thing, but it, it, it's a guilty pleasure and I love it. I'm not guilty about it at all, but it is a, it is a pleasure of mine. And one of the ones that I most recently read, they had like the same thing, but <clears throat> of like, there was the goth, there was the prep, there was the jock, there was the, the nerdy kid and they all dated each other. They were in like a a cruple I don't even know how you say four four boyfriends <laughs> and it was the cutest thing and I'm like oh my god I feel like I'm the nerd um because the nerd was like super cute super um but also super flirty and like totally adorable and irresistible and I was like this is the this is the energy that I am bringing into my life and into my dating life because I'm short so like I get told I'm cute and adorable all the time um I can be a little sassy and sexy from time to time too so I can like turn up the heat turn up the flirtation and, <laughs> and work it honey um so it's just really funny because I'm like ooh, oh yeah like while I don't like fully believe that like we have to abide by an entire archetype, whatever. It's fun to kind of sometimes put put a little mask on, put a little like um, 
have a little fun playing, if you will, like stepping into, like, I think of it as like acting or like stepping into a role, um, amplifying a particular essence of ourselves. It's not the entirety of who we are, but like really like, okay, if I feel like I'm like kind of a cutesy nerdy kind of vibe, like I give that off already. Like, let me amplify that a little bit and like play a little bit with that. Um, noticing because like, you know, the nerd usually gets protected and I'm like totally looking for a protector. <laughs> Some protection energy, some dominant energy right and so it's always like the cute little innocent nerd um that's like gets this like huge (laughs) like giant jock like person like usually in the stories and I think it's like so cute and so funny and I'm so for it it's either a jock or like I don't know like a like a gangsta that's the other other archetype that like is thrown (laughs) and it's like they're like you know the number one of the yakuza and it's super funny so That being said, not calling in a Yakuza boss, crime boss. Uh, But I do think it's like a fun, fun dynamic to explore. And so with that, I'm like, ooh, that's something that I can explore for myself is like one and all of the in the little the books that are in stories I've read recently. That nerdy archetype kid is not like the nerd that's like, oh, I'm a nerd and I'm like ugly and this and that. No, these are some like some confident nerds. And I'm like, yes. And I say nerd with all the love. I love it. Um, They're like hella fucking confident. And I'm like, yes, yes. This energy, this energy of intellect and into and like and unapologetically into all of the things that you are into. And you are just cute and little petite, little cuteness, confident awesomeness. And I love it. That's me. <laughs> that's what I want. That's where I'm at. I'm like, I the confidence of and and the unabashed unabashedness around all of the things that they are and all of the things that they do i'm for it i'm living living and that's where i'm living that's where i'm living and i'm using all of that energy to attract in all of the beauty and the beauty in a beast (laughs) that (laughs) that is like perfect and ideal for me so we're going on this journey and I'm working on this journey from a joyful place. That's the other thing. I feel like um, when we talk about dating and I talk to my friends about dating, sometimes they're like, oh, I got to start dating again. Well, if you're doing all of that and you're like playing with like, even if we're, we're joking, like the more what I've noticed in my life, like part of the self-deprecating program that I have, it started off as a joke. Like it started off as a defense mechanism, right? Like I'm going to call, like if you've ever seen Pitch Perfect and there's like, I call myself fat Amy, so skinny bitches like you don't call it, call me that first. Like, like, you know, like it's like this defense mechanism where we show up like trying, like we come into a place of like being confident about our quote unquote flaws and trying to like, um, re-envision the word or re-remaster like re like take it and take it on for ourselves but for me when I practiced something like that of like you know oh well someone's called me fat or someone's called me ugly and I'm gonna like like I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna take it I'm gonna believe it about myself mind you I believe this about myself and so now I'm just gonna try to like act like I I'm okay with it and utilize it as a defense mechanism, like whatever, and like, you know, come up with like things like, 
I can change being fat, but you can't change being ugly. I've totally said that to somebody before, right? And um, it's not... It's not a joyful place to be in. It's like in this this place of like constant fighting. It's this place of um, insecurity is where it really like stems from, right? We're just like putting up a front. And so fuck the walls, fuck the fronts, fuck the like insecurity. All of that shit doesn't, does, has no place here. And we're coming from joy. And if someone doesn't like me for who I am and what I look like and all of that, then like they're not my person and move, moving the fuck along. Yeah, there is, yes, there is pain that can come from being vulnerable. There is, there is an opportunity to be hurt. There's an opportunity for tears. There's also an opportunity for growth and the understanding that like, you know what, that person, it says more about that person for not liking the amazing, awesome, badass bitch that I am as I am right here in this moment than it does about me. And learning to stop trying to define or create something wrong with me uh, to analyze why they don't like me or why they don't whatever. And which has been a huge part of my whole experience is what can I fix about myself? What is why am I a problem? Because, yes, true. The only thing we can control is ourselves. You know, yeah, we have control over ourselves we can't control other people but trying to control how other people perceive us is not helpful it does us a disservice because it brings us to a space of constantly trying to match other people's needs at the sacrifice of our own and I don't need that I don't need any more sacrificing of of self. If anything, I need to come back to self. I need to call in more of self. I need to work more with the glorious goddess, divine bitch I am. (laughs) And really hold on and harness that. Amplify that. Walk confidently in that. Yas, queen. (laughs) So where can you look into yourself and look into your life and see, hey, you know what? This is built. This is a, a mask built on insecurity. This is a defense mechanism built off of past experiences. This is a wall that I've had up for myself. And it is time to like clear all that shit out being okay with being vulnerable, but in that vulnerability, allowing in the opportunity for something great, something immaculate, something that we purely desire. And I'm really excited to explore this whole journey with you and share my experiences of this with you. And I want you to know that I love you so, so, so much. I love you as I love myself. Mm. And that feels good. I encourage you to use that as a mantra. Like think about the person that you feel like you love the most. And then think about yourself. Do you love yourselves equally? Or do you love those two things equally? If you love yourself the most, hallelujah, you're already there. Uh, (laughs) But really, um, we've got to really love ourselves. Really dig in. Really co-create with that love. So 
Who do you love the most in this world? And make sure that you love yourself just as much as that person or that thing. It, can, it doesn't have to be a person. Maybe you love anime. Make sure you love yourself as much as you love anime or a game or a tree or the ocean, whatever it is that you enjoy in this world. <laughs> love yourself just as much. And I love you. Have a glorious rest of your day. Remember to like, subscribe, comment. Please leave a review. I would really appreciate it if you would do that. So whatever streaming platform you utilize, whether it's Apple Podcasts or whatever, I would really appreciate it if you left a review of the podcast. It really helps to boost uh, me and the algorithm and let people know and let the 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 world know that I, that it exists and really getting this, this these messages out there and this this exploration out there because I really want the world to know how magical we are individually and how powerful we are to create what we desire and when we create what we desire I believe that we're happier when we have our desires met our needs met we are happier people and when we're happier people we're a happier world so let's create it Let's do it. <laughs> I love you so much. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Combos for a Bubbly Life. I invite you to subscribe, comment, and of course, follow the link in the description of this video to tap into more ways for you to live a bubbly life. Love you. Thank you.